Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Spin Cycle Podcast, the podcast talking to personalities, groups, and brands that make the UK and London an incredible place to be a cyclist. Today is just NJ and I again, unfortunately. Uh, but we thought it was a good idea to jump into the season every now and then when we don't have the guests and just generally talk about cycling in general, things that we discuss between our friends, and, and then maybe also some of the bits that we've discussed in the podcast. So, NJ. Good to see you. Good to see you too. The the listeners are very unfortunate, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) So, so first things first, if you're watching this on YouTube, NJ and I are wearing Spin Cycle merch. It was teased on Instagram. Um, We may in the future primarily sell the merch. So then it enables us to fund podcast studios buy guest coffee and do some like general other cool stuff so watch this space probably putting a website together um and you know you can buy some coffee or or buy some merch if you'd like to but i think it's it's just a way for us to reinvest back in the podcast and maybe produce it at a higher quality if we manage to um finally bag teo gagan hart in a season whatever you fancy (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate london cyclist teo from hackney that would be ideal for me nj to talk about our ride start off with so we're thinking first of april april fool's day uh pints and pave we're thinking of calling it right so it would be generally a loop of London taking in all of the pave that we think is quite good. Be a small route, 50, 60 K, right? Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how we, how we want to do it. We could go full, like, I guess, tour of Flanders mm-hmm. and just go through the city. Uh, I've forgotten that really awesome name that I sent you for what we should call E3. Or was it? Oh no. E, EC4 Harold Banker. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Incredible. As we'll most likely be going through, I guess, the city of London, through Bank. There's lots of cobbles there. We've been looking at some single lane alleys that we can take everyone down. And yeah, I guess there is one way of, depending on the weather, we could shorten it to just 25k. Not the best. Uh, bit of a glorious spring sunshine. Uh, maybe we'll do 50k. We've got, we got a couple of routes that go across london or we could just keep it in like i guess north or east london so we're not going too far away yeah. and maybe we do like some sort of laps so we go over the cobbles one way and then back over it the other way so we kind of do a big loop yeah because it's well, it, mostly a, a mostly a social ride rather than a i guess a, a chain gang smash unless people really want to do that because it's what <laughs> london on a bank holiday monday <laughs> so i can't imagine it'll be you know the traffic will be nice to us yeah and i mean we're thinking obviously for the the pints part after maybe lowlander in covent garden they do you know it's a a belgian style grand cafe i think they call it or i think it's also is it they're called the dovetail in farrington yeah near where lap bikes is and yeah they've got some they've got quite a good little setup there i think maybe it's going to be more likely the dovetail primarily because i've got outdoor space but TBC, yeah. we'll put it on the Strava Stack the group. Bikes. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put it on the Strava group. Make sure you're following us on Strava. You can see that on the link tree. 
uh, generally we'll we'll put the ride we'll put the route put the time and everything on there but uh we'd like to have everybody attend there will be an award we could say there'll be an award for the most panache shown so that needs to be either the person most prepared or least prepared for the cobblestones um and you know, there are a few things that are optional but encouraged, and I would say that is aero socks, skin suits, and white bib shorts. If you can bring the Holy Trinity, then I mean, Cam is that's it. Cam's Maybe you're already on the po- you're already on the podium, as far as I'm concerned, right? <laughs> You've already got a little cobblestone right? trophy. I, I, there's definitely some Google searches on a Lenovo laptop of me uh, trying to find uh, bespoke cobblestone trophy makers and um, speaking <laughs> to <laughs> speaking to Patrick, friend of ours, he said, just do it yourself, get some like Bondex, whatever it is, get a plaque. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping there's a trophy. I'm going to try and maybe make it myself. And whoever shows the most panache on Pints and Pave, 1st of April, uh, will be going home with a cobblestone trophy like well Van Aert and um, Greg Van Avermaet. Surely it'd be Matthew Vanderpool. Walt's never won Paris Bay. Well, Oliver Flanderen. Has he won RVV? Nope. Oh, he's won San Remo. Yeah, but and he's on. won Strada. Has he won Strada Bianchi? Oh yeah, of course he did. I've shown myself up there. Well, Van Aert hasn't won. <laughs> oh, no. BCS right now. Let's <laughs> I'm fairly sure he hasn't won either. Uh, hang on, hang on. Let's do that again. So you need to cut. You need to cut the, you need, yeah, yeah. Go. You need to cut this in. Uh, NJ, uh, can we please head to, let's head to PCS? Okay. For our, so he for has, our recycling correspondence. He has uh, E3. Okay. Manan San Remo. Amstel Go. Okay. Bianchi. Partage Classic, Gent Vevugon, and Unhep Newsblood. That's his one days. Yeah. So he's, he, maybe he should turn up to Pints and Parve and get himself a proper proper cobblestone. Yeah, maybe put his finger out and start racing properly. I believe in Walt, and so should you. Matthew is the best classic. No. Tom Pickcut's coming for him. <laughs> no comment. No comment. 1st of April, wear your Easter best and come to Pints and Pave. And I guess with that, let's head to a break. Welcome back, everyone. So, we're a cycling podcast, and yet we haven't really ever spoken about bikes properly again. Mm. I heard you're in the business for a new bike. Mm. We don't need to go into why. We just we're just here for solutions. What brands are you fancying? What what's looking good out there? Is the market hot or cold? Yeah, so the BMC is is no more. I just want to say so, uh, thanks to Lacker, thanks to Ollie at Lacker for massively helping me out with the, the with the with the new bike. Without giving away too much, I'm currently in kind of a middle part of the bike, right? So They've given me a few options and well, anybody can look up what my bike is. 
it's a BMC T machine SLR oh one one. So it's the it's the blue and red one essentially. Uh, what's out there? I, I think it's it's an interesting time. I think that loads of bikes are generally looking quite similar, and by that I mean most bikes are now looking like an S Works tarmac. We saw the from the Van Riesel bike that as you yeah. did now riding that that's just an open source mold that it's an s works tarmac let's be honest it's the sl7 without the speed sniffer um, I, I, i'm not too sure i've i quite like the look of cornargo's i think they're a little bit different i think they're still very much cornargo and then yeah. you know like we we met the 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 titanium guys at Ruler, right? And their bike. Enigma. Enigma, that was it. Hopefully, should book Enigma for season two. And I, I don't really know. There's, to honestly, the, the bike that I had was really great, but I've just had two, two of them in two years. And I, I think I, I'm done with the BMC. There's no point getting into what it is because it's such a, a boring topic unless you own the bike it's from a like a it's just a yeah it's just a really boring topic but just move on just move on move on so uh, i like the look of colnagos i think they're cool pinarello is still very much a pinarello they look cool there's no getting away from the fact that one team won three grand tours and they ride one bike albeit a lightweight climbing frame frame or the aero one and I mean, I don't know if it got into the podcast, our first episode, but talk about aero. There's no way you could say to me that someone riding a, a, a Cervelo S5 is quicker than riding like an all round bike, like the, the, the tarmac. Like there's, I know people say you can't see aero and we've said this already, but the point is that that aero blade, you know, fighter jet, Batmobile bike. I think they just look cool as fuck. Like they do. Can't tell me you, you're, t- you know, I don't do a lot of hard riding. I describe my riding style as mincing, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you know, I'll just go to chat laps. I'll go get coffee. I'll dick about. I've got full time job. I've got a daughter. I've got other commitments outside cycling. I'm never going to get an FTP of 350 watts. But aesthetically, if I can look quite cool doing it, that's going to get my thing. So I also like to look at factors. Factors are very cool, I think. The one in like that British Racing Green is very nice. And yeah, so I'm going to stay, I think, away from the S-Works. Maybe also because you see a lot of them and it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, I, prefer, I, I mean, everyone knows that. You know, generally speaking, they're great bikes. They're very quick. They work very well. Specialized, one of the biggest bike companies in the world, and they're pure marketing. <laughs> I would not possibly wish to comment on that, and I which just prefer something a little bit different. So that that's also why I slightly had the BMC as well. So yeah, watch this space. 
I'm going to be deciding over the next couple of weeks. I've been given a couple of options and I'm should be back on a bike in January, you know, fingers crossed, etc. Uh, I mean, we talked offline. I say we talked offline. We talk every day. I think I talked to you more than my wife. No, none of that banker chat. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, oh God. You, it's not offline. You're just talking to me because we're friends. <laughs> If 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 Big Tom is listening in Australia, I'd just like to say, yeah, listening back, there's a lot of banker chat. There's not necessarily, let's not try and boil the ocean. There's none of that. But you know, the one with the, with the anarchy certainly said, oh, you know, you, the hockey stick, your hockey stick progress. So I'd like to apologise for everybody for all my shit chat. But um, <laughs> I heard that you might be getting your arm twisted and you might be getting gravel bike. So, we, uh, we, we're we're an ex, we're an exclusively uh, skinny tire slicks cobblestone, and to go over to the gravel side, I feel is you know you're betraying the podcast. Four episodes in, maybe the North London debauchery boys, NLD. They've tasted the grab life. They like the grab life, and everyone but me has a grab bike. Okay, so it's called it's called causing strains in our relationship. Uh, okay. Also, uh, on my my commuter bike, the mm. the wheel the wheel set's gone. So ah. the hub the hub broke. So I have to buy a new wheel set, which okay. will cost me like two three hundred pounds. But then I'm like, do I just go full hog and spend like? Four grand on a bike. <laughs> you know, I'm doing in the long run to like for commuting because I'm going to be moving out of London soon. So the commute's going to be longer. So I'm going to need like a tail fin or something because there is no way that I can like carry like a laptop in a bag with all my clothes in it for like 90 minutes. NJ, 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 is this the bike? that's so like i'm sorry maybe a bit older that they don't actually make replacement parts for it anymore i think this is both my bikes they probably don't make replacement parts for but the one i'm talking about is the spesh <laughs> which i bought in 2012 okay oh okay so it's slightly older than my car slightly yeah, more, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah okay fine. just to put in perspective of uh of how old it is it struggles with 25 uh wide tires on it okay so so what if there's anybody listening that works for a big box cycling retailer or actually anybody that would like to sponsor this podcast the first person that could use some help alone a bicycle or otherwise is nj but other than that nj what are you what are you looking into what 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 if you're looking and okay, are you looking so, at like an all road gravel and road setup kind of thing, right? Change this, the wheel set. This is where this is where things get very complex because I'm gonna because <laughs> I'm deep. I'm deep in the sewer. Like I'm deep. The algo is 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 going wild. You know, like the the memes where it's like all the numbers and the person's like looking. I think it's like yeah, an actual yeah, with the red tape. Show. It's, yeah. it's like that, but when I'm like got all these tabs with bikes on and I'm like. I just don't want to spend any money, but 
ideal this is what we're doing ideal okay. we i watched the dylan johnson video he was like you should put drop handlebars <sighs> on that, a hardtail mountain bike so and i speak to like you know some guys who do gravel in this country and they're like you shouldn't have a gravel bike you should just have a mountain bike so i was thinking first off you have a drop bar mountain bike and that is just for like graveling having fun we're in we're in the woods two you get sort of maybe like an endurance all-road one for like traveling which costs like a grand put a tail fin on it i could put all my stuff in there and then like blitz to bank and back from hertfordshire and then i still got my my normal road bike for you know shred sessions so ideally it's a, a three bike pronged approach i want and then the special goes back to the parents house so when i visit them i have a bike so there we have it i probably need to buy a wheel set and i need to buy two more bikes we're not in n plus one no more we're in n plus two what happens you're the math guy tell, tell me the al- algebra what happened to me i've i've watched too much youtube is probably what has happened to me yeah so NJ's comment there. Yes, I. Um, the reason I do what I do for a living is actually because I'm very good at maths. And, um, okay, so my solution. But is what's this. likely going to happen is I probably won't buy right. any bikes, and I'll just end up buying paint. Right. So my solution is this: get rid of both. All right. Get rid Ooh. of both. Get rid of both bikes. Do whatever you want to do with it. Maybe keep one as a as only a Regents. Maybe keep the felt aero bike as just like a as like a a creaky Regents bike because that's what it is currently, you know. And just let it be that. Maybe what you do is you get one bike, you get a cyclocross bike. So standard, do the blue cyclocross bike, and yeah. you get just that one. You get it one by because. If, I mean, to be honest, with you, in the UK, you don't really need more than that. That you know, that this is called a spade a spade. And you speak to Nick at Via, get yourself a standard. You can get two sets of. Oh yeah, I probably get two sets of wheels. Don't get hookless wheels. Problem... Don't get hookless wheels because they look cool and they're cheaper. You know, like I know, I know the dangers. We've all done it. We've all been on Sigma and seen a pair of zips and gone, ooh. They're quite reasonable. No one's going to ever convince me that hookless is a good idea, even if it means I can ride zips. And go on there, get a section, get a get a like a forty-five section, roll around on those, and then also get like a thin section wheel, and get some knobbly tires from Schwabe or wherever you fancy. That's it. You know, that's all I would do if I were you. Yeah, the thing with cyclocross bike is, but I don't know how how wide you can actually go with them because they used. I think they're like what limited to what thirty three. Whereas with gravel, you need like forty. But do you? And that's why I was thinking mountain bike because it's just it's solid mud, isn't it? Is this big gravel marketing? You, have you been through a period of osmosis? You're now you're now believing the grav chat through the power of social media and. YouTubers. I think it's through the WhatsApp groups, to be fair. But did here's a question. Paris Roubaix, Tour of Flanders. Arguably 
worse roads than gravel in the UK. And gravel in the UK is just mountain biking on a road bike. I guess the point I'm trying to make, listeners, is, is gravel real? What do you mean, is gravel? I think it is real. We can all see it. No, 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 no. No, The gravel chat is this. It used to be, go on a mountain bike, go off road. Go on a road bike, go on the road. Now there's a blending of it, which I think is great. So also, I'm uh, don't get me wrong, I'm a, a man of contrarian beliefs because my mum rides a gravel bike and she actually bought it to ride from Lands End to Lowestoft, so west to east. Hi, mum. Hope yeah. you're listening. And she raised money for breast cancer charity, and I'm fully behind it. If anybody wants to, uh, to donate, I can send links. But, you know, I say but. It's really good for getting people into cycling because cycling is now really expensive. It's not like it used to be. And we're not that old. No. So if you get do get one bike, you change the wheel set, you do etc etc it's really really good but i guess the point is that gravel in the uk isn't gravel in colorado or girona or the strada bianca of italy gravel in the uk is just dried up mountain bike tracks that people yeah it's mud It's, it's just mountain bike tracks that people ride road bikes on so you know yeah, you could get the the mountain bike hardtail with drop handlebars, but if you're commuting, you're probably doing, you know, you're doing what three days a week on the road, and you might ride on Sunday doing gravel. Yeah, so you're probably better suited to riding a cyclocross bike because you can get road tires on it. I mean, you do do it you're not going to be doing downhill mountain bike technical courses. So do you really need it that wide? And, you know, further than that, are you really going to be going off road uh, where you need bigger than the 30? I like these people are running like one PSI on a 69 tire. Like, come on, man. Like you're still riding a bike, you know, like, you know, like armchairing it. I think uh, our friend, other roots, uh, doesn't Mark, Hi, Mark have a basso? Mark has a beautiful basso. And he has gravel tires on it and he has road tires on it. Mark, I think please send us a DM. Uh, we are likely to do another chat in a couple of weeks' time. If you would like to tell the people how you have set the ultimate up. conversion. The, yes. yes. Maybe Mark could sell gravel to you and then sell me the, the one bike to rule them all. Yeah, come on. You're Kevin McLeod. You're doing grand designs. Tell us how you did that conversion. <laughs> Is there a divorce in there? <laughs> <laughs> so, Cam, as the, the year is ending of 2023, and, you know, have you got any, I guess, any any fun memories from the year, cycling-wise? So, fun memories. So, I would say, yeah, one of my more fun memories was Isle of Wight with you guys. When was that? With, I want to say... June? May? July? June? May, June. May. No, July was in France. May, June. 
Um, the problem for me is that it's like massive peaks and troughs, me cycling. So I'll go to the Alps where my wife is from in Gap. We're like a thousand meters above altitude. And I'm banging around and it's incredible roads. And, you know, the Tour de France coming through in 2024, three days in a row, like back to back days. Yeah, incredible. So it's proper pro territory. My personal nemesis. Have have you seen white shorts in Gap? Yes, but only on very old men. And they normally also have fluoro jerseys. But anyway. Um, like, white shorts or white shorts? That, white that shorts. is cycling heritage. Where's the liar? Like Nance Petters lives in the next town over. And sometimes I look at his, sometimes I look at his, his Strava and he's like got a KOM up a mountain and I'm doing 180 beats for 45 minutes. Right. And we're at altitude already. So like there's, there's, it's like um, sea level doing 200 and uh, I look at his heart rate data and it's like 110 beats. So it's like, he's going for a brisk walk. (laughs) And one of them, one of the one of the KOMs he's got near me or near my wife is um, he set when he was like a neo pro. So we, he was like nineteen at the time, and I'm looking at like yeah. thirty years old. I've got a bike more expensive than my car, and I'm desperately trying to beat his time from you know ten years ago. But um, highlights for me, Isle of Wight was a weird one. I think I said it before. It's like one of the great places you can go to and enjoy yourself without actually having a good time. The yeah. wind, the rain, the cars, but I think the, the journey cars. of no, but when they came, the lanes were so narrow that it yeah. was just a bit. There was that. There were, yeah. I don't know where it is. Like the single lane, high bushes, all those cars weirdly were just there. Yeah, the bushes were like 15 foot tall, so you couldn't see around the corner. And you just had to you had to pedal so your freewheel didn't go, so you could hear the cars or the van coming around the corner. And our friend Patrick, shout out Patrick, him and I got caught between a, a traffic jam on a really steep hillside where there were two buses passing each other. And like, we ended up just walking up, and it was like 15% hill. We're like, what the fuck is going on here? So, yeah. One of the highlights for me was the Isle of Wight. I, you know, like I said, I've got a small child. I'm quite busy. And I rarely am I able to leave my house at seven in the morning, go and cycle all day, not think about it, and then come home in the evening and everything would be cool. You know, I'm, I'm a six in the morning out the door, back at 11, and then we can have our afternoon or our day together. So, you know, it, it was one of those days for me that was quite special and two weeks in the alps this year in the summer cam the other cam canadian cam hey man hope you're good he came out with us with his partner amanda uh clarice's best friend dan and his partner connell they both came out as well and it was glorious it was cafe stopping Yes, we did one big day over maybe 10 days, but it was mainly like cafe stopping, getting an espresso for one and a half euros. No no bother. Like cycling out there is so good because like, I once remember being at a T-junction 
and in where Clarissa's from, just outside of Gap, they know who I am because, oh, that's the English guy, right? So <laughs> I've got noticeable, I've got, you know, when French people speak, sometimes they have a noticeable French accent. Apparently it's the same yeah. the other way too. Oh, you can hear that's an English person speaking French and I can speak French relatively fluently, but clearly you, you don't lose your accent. And I remember getting to a T-junction and speaking to a guy and I was just checking my phone for roots and he was like hey how are you oh i know you're from the village do you want to lift back is everything okay so it it's very very different out there you know cars give you a massive wide berth there's lots of pros the roads are so smooth and it's very unlike the uk in that you're either going up seven and a half, eight percent coals, and then you're coming down the other way as well at 70k yeah. an hour. And you know, when you're going down big roads with hairpins, cars pull or pull in for you. I've had it before where I'm going down the road down the top of this coal. I've got this route which is a thousand meters, 45 kilometers of riding. It's a thousand meters climbing. So 45 meters round, 1,000 meters climbing is pretty horrific. When you're coming yeah. down the other end, yeah, you're doing 70, 80K an hour. And that's on 35 mil wheels. So not aero section, you're just, you're just banging it downhill. And cars see you in the rearview mirror, they pull over. So for me, highlight was two weeks in France in uh, the in uh, the Otalps. And then Isle of Wight, where... We started this podcast, essentially. How about you? What was your yeah. highlights for this? Just like you, I think the Isle of Wight was a great trip. It was very much uh, 6 a.m. to like, didn't get home till 9 p.m. I guess another one we did was cycling to Oxford. That was a... Oh, nice. It, it was It was more, yeah, like most most rides, it's not really about... The, the route could be horrible. On that day in Oxford, none of us brought rain jackets and like... 20k before the end we got absolutely like <laughs> soaked through uh really yeah we we yeah we descended down some hill me and big t were like full full, full i think we were hit, hit like 70 70k an hour down some hill um and then at the end we're like oh there's a pub so we went in the pub obviously everyone got got yeah. the round in and then it just started bucketing it down and we're like at some point we have to leave because <laughs> none of us have lights uh and then we like cycled in the rain for like 20k and then pat's mate ollie's brother had the coffee shop so we stayed we dropped in there as um say hi then we went off to oxford got the old mcdonald's in got on the train but the train didn't really have any bike space so we just had to like fashion our own bike space it's one of, one of those like great stories where you're like you'll always remember it because of the suffering um and then i think we've had i've had some good days in i guess essex with the with the lads um mm. from nld and in incognito uh and then i guess just like chat laps for cgc as well that's always good seeing people chatting with them again and then i guess i was doing my own little random training plan as well for like eight weeks as well to see how see how fast i could go over 15 minutes threshold blocks of what 15 15 minutes five minute rest four times it's like an hour threshold training it was terrible 
get that you know get the get the calorie burn on and then you're like useless for the rest of the day but you just try and try and get through it uh whether that's actually a, a fun ride i uh, I'll, I'll let you know uh i like i like the, the physicality of testing yourself seeing how 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 strong you can get i think the the best numbers i did was what 277 normalized power in 15 minutes jesus is that is that it, that's on the that's on the road and not on the zwift right yeah that's in the inner circle so i averaged what 38k 39k for 15 minutes solo Jeez. so are you gonna are you gonna put that to good use in 2024 or, or is that a figment now well, I haven't really ridden since November properly. I think I've been doing like, what, 100k here, 100k there. It's been very scatty, uh, just coming off COVID. So I think I have to do a lot of base again, which could be on Zwift. So actual zone two. There's a lot of people who say they do zone two, but I don't think they do. Um, is that is that like Strava title, zone two, and then normalized power is like 200 and, 230 watts? Well, if you go, if you really want to, if you want to be a, an inspector of the zone two kit, what you do is you, you go to their power file. I hope that they put the FTT, FTP at the right thing. And if it's anything above zone two, uh, it's not a zone two ride. Cause there's quite a lot of people love, love a good sprint out of a corner. And like, you shouldn't raise any of it because then you get your lactate threshold in your legs and it takes like what, half an hour for it to go away. So you're actually just like cycling for half an hour and it's not actually doing anything at zone two. So I think you really need to just do zone two on Zwift because then you can just zone out. You actually, you've got that erg mode or if you do what I do and just put it on training mode for like 90 minutes, watch, watch something on Netflix. And then you, you just don't have to worry and make sure you don't peek it over into the zone three. Although so next year I'm going to, I'm going to be zone oneing next year. That's how I'm going to get, go sl- even slower. So what your, what do you think you've got planned for 2024? What do you think uh, you're going to do? Well, there's Vladiland, which is being being murmured about. Could be road or gravel uh, yes. trip in Romania. I've heard about this. I've heard about this. Um, it'll be Vibe Tat Stick. Uh, I imagine it'll be a lot of boozing as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's more about, you know, brothers coming together. Yeah, I've heard about, I've heard about Vladiland. I think, um, yeah, that'll be a vibe. Trying to get to as many group rides as possible back in yeah. London when I'm not living in London. It's probably the the other goal. I'm figuring out like a nice training plan. I kind of got like, in my mind, I kind of like, so Monday we'll probably be Zwifting or like on the turbo, just an hour. You know, Monday morning, wake up. Tuesday, we do a threshold session. Wednesday, we have a chilled one. Thursday, no bico, which means we can booze. Yes. Friday, we'll do a, a nice chilled one. I think, you know, maybe I start going to the office on a Friday, so I cycle from my house to chat laps to one of the various groups that we've been invited to so far. Yes. And then I go to work, and then I cycle back on a Friday night. And then mm. Saturday, Sunday, it's kind of like the endurance slash smash fest if I can get myself on a ride. If not, it'll be a solo smash. There'll also be like a hill session in there at some point as well. But it's finding the right hill, finding the fun hills in Hartford. Because it is kind of like, there might only be like 20 second, 30 second hills. So I have to go around like Northolt 
um, Cuffley Way because there's some like good hills around there, Carboni Hill. Like, but they're like 25% in sections, which aren't isn't that nice. Fuck that. I kind of just want like, ideally, I just want to. I, I think you know, all goes well. We live in the Côte d'Azur. We. I just need a climb which is like three to five k, six percent, and that will be like the perfect, the perfect hill. We just need like a steady mountain, mm. or even like even, even when you're in Yorkshire. Although when I was going up butter tubs, it's probably the one. It's probably the most level, but then it's kind of just got like a horrible twelve percent, fifteen percent bit in it, which is like yeah. nearly killed me. Because when you're doing all that, like Yorkshire Dale, is it the Moors or the Dale? I think it's the Dales. Dales, it's down Dales. that area. It is. They just don't build hills in this country to a nice standard of everything's everything's sort of like a nice gradient. It's always just mm. like four percent to. 15% to 10%. It's like yep. so uneven. I hate it. Mm. No, I tend to agree with you. Like, so next year where, so a couple of things going on. So you've got my wedding. People are probably sick and tired of already hearing about my wedding, but so that's going to be, there's going to be potentially two trips to France, I think this year for us. There's also going to be maybe two trips as well because my my wife's got um, tickets to go see Taylor Swift, and that's three days before. Yeah, it's three days before our wedding. So 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 she's she's in a, in a, in a, in an only a way that encapsulates the zeitgeist behind Taylor Swift that she's like, well, I'll just fly back, and then I'll come and fly back to Leon because we'll have our our daughter. Uh, I think we're probably going to be doing. Week in France, middle of July, for us to go and see the tour. The Gap podcast. 100%. In- we'll interview French locals who don't speak any word of English and let the chaos ensue. Yeah, maybe the podcast is going to last three times as long because it's going to be in French, then I translate it, then you answer, then I'm translating it back, and then they're speaking French. So it's like, it's like it's, there's like going to be a couple of steps. Um, so probably a week in Gap and then uh, a week in Lyon. And I think maybe a couple of days. I might try and go Drona in February. Maybe a Friday, Monday or a Thursday, Monday. So, you know, in Girona. I've never been. Love to go. I think Girona's for me. Neither have I but I have booked a holiday to Mallorca in April. Weird days, a Tuesday to a Saturday, because that, w- that was the cheapest flights. <laughs> By like okay, so- half. It was like half, it was like 64 pounds on like a Tuesday and a Saturday, or like 160. So I was like, well, clearly I'm going to choose the cheaper days. Are you renting or are you taking? Bike-wise, I haven't figured that one out yet. I think maybe we might just be, do something wild and be like, I'm going to rent an e-bike around Parma. <laughs> so, I think, I don't, we've only booked flights. I don't know where we're going to be staying on the island. I think you should go Pinarelli. I think you should go Pinarelli Center. Get yourself. I don't actually, we haven't picked any hotel or anything like that. All we've done is book flights with BA. Because I, I, I was looking at it, and when you do like the 
EasyJet. Mm. It says it says like thirty pounds. You click on it, and it's like all you have is a rucksack. And then you want to add that check-in bag, and they're like, it's now two hundred pounds. So I went over to BA, and BA were like, it is. It's, it's also like two hundred. It's also two hundred pounds. And I'm like, well, I can. If it's the if it's the sort of airplane I think it is, it has a power adapter, which means I can take my laptop, which means I can play football manager. And that's that's my flight. That's what I do. It's probably the nerdiest game I play, but I only ever play it on flights. I have I've 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 pulled back from playing it in like day to day. For anyone for anyone listening as well, BA is also a hack because they do cumulative luggage. So you could take a bike box as part of your hold luggage so you don't actually have to worry about anything else so you can put the bike in a bike box as well as your cabin bag and you don't have to pay on easy jet sometimes you pay extra and there you go yeah and then it's up to you if you want to shove it full of clothes and potentially wreck your bike box <laughs> shall we head to a break well. shall yeah. we head to a break talk about once for next season Welcome back, everybody. Slight bonus round. We have been talking a lot about who we'd really like to have on the podcast, kind of people that we see, people that we know, or people that we would just love to have on. So, NJ, maybe give us two picks, two, three. What do you fancy? Who would you really like to have a conversation with and who do you think people would like to hear from? Firstly, I think Coach Watto. He's a resident of CC London, um, but he also does quite a lot of work with women cycling. Um, he has a women's riding and race skill sessions that take part in Regent's Park Inner Circle on Wednesday and Thursdays at 6.30am. And he does quite a lot of good work about, I guess, bringing in diversity and inclusion within, I guess, the cycling realm, within racing and just, I guess, day-to-day cycling. Another one I've just thought of off, off, off the top of my head, which we didn't... which. You know, I'm going off peace, man. I'm going off peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think sort of the friends of Herne Hill. So it would be good to speak to, uh, you know, it's a yeah. big a London establishment, a lot of racing, a lot of, mm-hmm. I guess, community works there. Um, they're always having to raise money to keep it open. So it would be amazing to, I guess, speak to them and all like the journey and I guess the heritage of, of, of the velodrome. Uh, I'd love to have Alex Peters on the, on the show. He grew Grew up in Hackney with Teo Gegenhart and joined Sky at the same time as him. I think he will have a really intriguing story to, I guess, say say it didn't go as, I guess, Alex would have planned. Would probably be, mm-hmm. a, I guess, a nice way of putting it. Um, but would love to hear in his own words about his, I guess, pro career and how he, I guess, is still, still racing today. I'm not sure what his ethnicity is, but... I feel like I believe I believe that I read somewhere that he is also of South South Asian descent, like myself, um, nice. and mixed race. He is probably who I envision myself of as a pro. <laughs> so you know, from a, a place in my heart of you know, maybe like a you know a mini hero in the pro ranks. Fair. No, that's interesting. For sure, we should try and get him on. Bonus one, I think. Uh, have you heard of you know Red Waters? I think it'd be funny to have him because he does all those videos. I love Red Waters on Instagram. I've mm-hmm. spoken a few times. 
he seems like a really great guy and he also seems to be quite self-aware so yeah we get redwoods on i used to watch his youtube videos years ago and he just do like he used to do race analysis remember like yeah be like uh shane miller and um chris from Nero show they used to do like just race analysis gopro footage power overlays gc performance the same sort of thing yeah i think red miller would be interesting to talk to so cam who uh who's on your hit list who would you love to have on the show so for me two people i'd really like to get on so the first one would be condor i'd say you know one of the uk's oldest retailers manufacturers pretty sure it's still family owned they make incredible frames the waiting list is still really really long they do amazing bespoke frames we saw one at relay that gold and blue one and i would really like to have an understanding about who they are as a company where they see the bike industry going they've been around for 100 years or so so condor for me would be a massive one and second guest i'd really like to have a conversation with is alec briggs who runs techers i've been flooding his dms but i think that i'm going into the um the junk pile stalker with, yeah 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 and so if anyone knows alec and can put me in touch that'd be very appreciated look i think he's doing some amazing work with techers it's it's one of the few great british cycling like proper stories we've had some amazing guests and i know that techers competes against trash and they do things against um go fast turn left but you know he's got his kit in rafa sponsored athlete with canyon and does some amazing other stuff you know we you and i think both watched his clip or his video yeah he's got great instagram content and youtube content and also he like he did a, some co-branded stuff with GCN as well. And he makes cycling very exciting and enjoyable. And the way it's all filmed and edited makes it like I guess brings it to a new audience. And um, shows off cycling for how fun uh, and passionate all everyone is about it. No, no, I, I totally agree. And like he put an Instagram post up talking about a mini that they had as a team car that he said was wildly impractical because it couldn't fit anything the last photo we put up was a mini cut in half he's like oh i'll tell you this story at another time i was like okay cool so <laughs> love to have a chat with alec briggs love to have a conversation i'd also really like to talk to him about how he sees the kind of uk slash continental scene i guess like Chris Miller talks on the Neuro show, him and Jesse talk about the fact that Aussie crit racing or Aussie racing is slightly dying and you need to go to Belgium. Same thing's happened with the UK. Like you can't be a continental racer in the UK anymore, I would say, and properly make a living without being on social media, without being a a sponsored athlete. So I'd actually like to have a Because Britain isn't, Stuart Britain doesn't exist anymore, does it? It does. It's does not it? the same thing. It does, but it, it yeah, it does. It went past my parents' house, but I don't think that Tour of Britain is a UCI one dot race anymore. 
So you know, like how calendar calendar works. It's like if you're world tour, you have yeah. to go to world tour races. If you're continent, you know, the Invitational Series. But I don't think it's world tour anymore, which is a massive shame. Which was one of the great legacies of 2012. But yeah, for me, Condor and Alec Briggs. So if anyone knows Alex personally, send him WhatsApp. Tend to check his DMs because um, there'll be a lot of spam from me. <laughs> well, thank everybody for joining in on the episode. Clearly, we didn't have a guest today, but I hope you still enjoyed NJ and I talking like, through. Absolute got, waffle. Yeah, through what we've got waffle planned. Or do yeah, waffle. Little, little bit of bite chat, what we've got planned, who we'd like on, et cetera, et cetera. You know, follow us, download our podcast wherever you typically find them available on youtube follow us on instagram spin cycle podcast with underscores merch to be probably revealed in the new year and first of april we've got the group ride so we look forward to seeing you there nj anything to tie us and say goodbye to everybody nothing from me so it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me bye bye there we go Perfect. That was perfect. That was.